In the last 10 years, our field has gone from an unknown specialty to a household name. This brings unprecedented opportunities, but we need to rise up to meet them and give our patients the care that they deserve. In order to help others get better, we need to be better. This podcast will help you to become more confident with your patients, more successful in your practice or business, and a leader in pelvic health. And we're going to have some fun along the way. Join us as we rise together. We're Jesse and Nicole Cozine, founders of Pelvic Sanity Physical Therapy and the creators of the Pelvic PT Huddle. And this is Pelvic PT Rising. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Pelvic PT Rising Podcast with Jesse and Nicole Cousine. Hey Nicole. Hello. All right, today we are talking about looking at things with a little bit more of a business owner's lens, regardless of whether or not you actually are a business owner. We're going to talk a lot about return on investment and what that does to the way that we kind of perceive cost and expenses and all of that in our careers, in our business if we have it, in our employment but first, Nicole, Pelvicon. Frickin' Pelvicon. It is rapidly approaching the time when you can get tickets to Pelvicon. So ticket sales will go on sale on Black Friday, and the conference is going to be in Atlanta, Georgia. We're coming back to Atlanta for Pelvicon 2023. And the dates are, drumroll please, September 8th to the 10th. I am really excited about it. Can't wait to try to top 2022. It's going to be a hard task, hard act to follow, but we are up for the challenge for sure. And it is shaping up to be freaking epic. You and Jessica have been interviewing and bringing on our speaker lineup, which is going to be just insane again this year. And we are really excited to bring that to you. So if you haven't already, make sure you are on the wait list for Pelvicon 2023. You can find that at pelvicon.com. And make sure to go ahead and get on that if you want to get tickets. Remember last year, this event sold out in the first four minutes. I don't know if we're going to do, it's going to be faster, it's going to be slower, but it's certainly not going to be long with the wait list that we've got. So make sure that you guys are on that. And we are really starting to get excited for it. It's starting to come together. This is one of my favorite parts of this is like right now when we can kind of see what it's going to look like in this next couple of weeks and then kind of the couple of weeks beforehand as we start to really gear up for it are kind of my two favorite parts of this whole this whole cycle of this. Yeah, definitely. I kind of feel the same way, actually. There's a lot of anticipation right leading right before, like the month before the event. And then, you know, there's a lot of planning and logistics and lots of stuff, but this time is really exciting. Yeah, this is the fun part. And then the whole like eight months in between is all the logistics and all the, and hard, all the shit. hard work. <laughs> We're uh, just like, oh my gosh. And then the last month is like, oh, this is happening. Like, this is going to be a thing. Yeah, totally. So, pretty excited. We hope you can join us there. Man, if you missed out last year, you've got to get on the wait list to make sure you have a chance to come to in person. There is something about being in the room and feeling the actual energy. So hopefully you guys can all make it. So get on that wait list, pelvicon.com forward slash 2023. Okay. So what we're talking about today is a little bit of a business owner's lens. And one of the things that we talk about a lot in our mentorship groups, we think is really an important way to think about things instead of just expense, which is how a lot of us think about 
money and that has a lot to do with our money mindset, the way we were raised, all of that, but is to really think about ROI, which is return on investment. And this is something, it's a big lesson from owning a business, but it is not something that you have to own a business in order to think this way. Yeah. I think that, I mean, Jesse, I think you especially had this, a little bit of this mindset already. I actually did not. I didn't grow up that way. I didn't grow up in a family of entrepreneurs. And so one of the biggest things that I've taken away from owning Pelvic Sanity and Pelvic PT Rising is looking through a lot of even personal decisions through this lens on return on investment. And it really starts to reframe what you say is expensive and what you think is expensive and what actually is quote unquote expensive. And if you find yourself saying that word a lot, like, oh my gosh, there's no way, like looking at a price and being like, oh, there's no way that's just so expensive and saying no immediately, you might really benefit from looking at the world, honestly, in this different way. And this is a little bit from one of my favorite financial guys is Ramit Sethi. He talks a lot about this, about having different lenses on how we look at money. And one of them is just what what is expensive. And so if I say to you guys who are listening, like, is $500 expensive with no context? Is $1,000 expensive with no context? Your initial thought might be, yeah, like $500 is expensive. $1,000 is expensive. That's two months worth of rent. That's a week worth of rent. Two months worth of rent. What are you, where are you living? Oh, sorry. Half a month worth of rent, right? (laughs) Oh, it's like a $2,000, right? That's two weeks worth of rent. But I feel like one of the ways that we can kind of reframe that sometimes is to say, well, expensive compared to what do I get from it? Right. If that is, you know, something where you expect then to turn around and get something that's worth five thousand dollars, that one thousand dollar investment is not expensive, right? Because you're expecting a significant return on your investment. So we have a couple examples here that I think are going to help illustrate this idea and this lens that we can always start to be thinking about. But I think it's a really helpful way to look at it because otherwise we start honestly playing really small. We start playing really small. If we have these arbitrary numbers in our head, especially as inflation continues to go up and things continue to get more expensive of, man, that is so expensive, right? So for example, like if you're going on a vacation and it's going to be $1,500 to go away for a three-day weekend, is that expensive? I mean, maybe, yeah, kind of. But is that worth it? If you actually look at what is the return on investment that is amazing pictures with your family. That's an incredible event. That is all of these memories that are never going to go away. Is that something that is worth more than that? Yeah. And I think the interesting point there, right, is that return on investment doesn't necessarily have to be monetary for it to be worth it or very valuable. Right, Jesse? Absolutely. So this is something that we, we talk about a lot in our group is, you know, in our mentorship groups, you're usually paying for things in either time or money. And maybe your return on investment is getting to have time to pick up your kid from school or maybe having time to be there in the mornings to pack them off. Like that is valuable, even if there's not an exact monetary value on it. So, I mean, here's a really simple example, right? But this is what we're basically calculating as business owners. If we ever have a marketing expense, should I buy $500 worth of business cards? Should I buy prescription pads? Can I afford to do Google advertising? Can I afford to do any of these things? And the question is not, are they expensive? 
The question is, how much do you expect to get back from that? Because if you spend $500 on business cards, but they eventually, they last you for a whole year and they bring you in 22 new patients, well, shoot, that's about as good of a return as on investment as you can possibly get. So was that $500 a lot? Yeah. Was it absolutely worth it? A hundred percent. And so that's kind of the mindset that I want us to go into. Here's another really good example, Nicole. We talk about this a little bit in both clinical and this is a good combination of clinical and business, but investing in a high-low table. Yeah, dude. So objectively, most high-low tables are quote-unquote pretty expensive. I mean, I have not seen a high-low table worth anything that's less than like $1,300. And so that is objectively a lot of money, but really is that expensive? Well, what's the ROI over its lifetime? To me, if it saves you back pain, if it saves you having to cancel work for a couple of days because you're not getting injured, like what is that return? If you're an employer, is it worth making sure that your employees can practice in a safe environment and and have the best opportunity for their body mechanics? Like that's a, even though that's in a, a big investment or a objectively a lot of money, is it expensive? Not necessarily. Or, well, or is the ROI better? Absolutely. And that was something in public sanity, right? Where we, you were practicing as we started public sanity on a super cheap Costco table. And we didn't invest in high-low tables until we had an employee. And that was part of the calculation, the ROI. Now, that was us being young and inexperienced business owners, frankly, because what is it worth that you get to the end of the day and your body still feels good? That maybe you can squeeze in an extra patient in a day and not be killing your wrists or your back or something else, right? That, if you add that up over the course of, and we've had most of our tables now for four to six years. Yeah, they're, they last a long time, right? Especially if you, again, get a good one, then it's going to not crap out and it's going to be, so you'd rather pay a little bit more money for a really good table from a good company so that it can last for a long time. So that initial $1,500 investment or whatever on our table is now still with us. And it's probably saved a lot of stuff. It's the same kind of calculation, but that's hard sometimes for us to see in what we do with patients, right? Prevention, like what's that worth? Well, we tell our patients prevention is worth a ton. We have no problem telling them that. So the ROI sometimes does not have to be exactly monetary value. It can be something like what we're talking about now. Well, it's a perfect example as we transition to like the idea of Con Ed, right? Is a Con Ed course that costs 400, 500, 600, $800 expensive? Depending on how you were raised, depending on what your financial situation is, that yes, that might be expensive. But is that something, and this is something like, for example, for Pelvic PT Essentials, like we really feel, this is why we're so passionate about talking about it, that that course is going to make you more competent throughout your entire career. It's going to help you get more buy-in. It's going to help you feel more confident as you're talking with patients. And ultimately, it's going to help you enjoy your job more. Yeah, and get better patient outcomes. And so if it creates that confidence in you, would that not help you to potentially switch jobs, get more money, get a raise? Like, And not even that, that is, oh, you take essentials, you will get a raise. No, but it can have, give you the confidence 
to make your job work for you and to be like at your next review, be like, hey, like, look, I am a great therapist. I'm doing these wonderful things. Look at my patient outcomes and my retention rate of patients. And that should be worth something to you. And can I get a raise for that? Absolutely. And we've had a lot of people who have ended up starting their own business because they felt more confident in what they were doing clinically and saying, hey, I can do this for myself. What is that worth? And so that's the lens that is so different when instead of just saying, what is the dollar value? Is the number $600? Is the number $1,000? Is that intimidating to me? Is the number $10,000? Whatever it is, right? This is all very different depending, again, a lot of times we spend a lot of times talking in the Public PT Rising Mentorship Group about money mindset and how we were raised with money. Like somebody might think that $10,000 is insanely expensive. Somebody else might think that that's jump change depending on how they were raised and their, their upbringing. But that is when we can switch our mindset and look at it through the lens of return on investment. That is always going to be a really interesting lens for us to look at things through. And let me give you an example. So mentorship and coaching, right? This is obviously something that we believe in a lot. We do mentorship and coaching. We have almost 100 people right now in the Pelvic PT Rising Business Mentorship Group. They are doing incredible things. We're actually sending out awards to people later this month for million-dollar businesses, $2 million businesses, all of these things. And is coaching expensive? Yeah. Objectively, yes. But on average, our mentees increase their revenue year over year by $120,000. That's like a 20 times return on investment, right? So is it expensive? Yes. But if I said, hey, man, I've got a bet for you. If you give me $1, I will give you $20 back at the end of the year. Would you say yes to that? Answer is hell yeah. Even if that $1 was expensive to you. Yeah, totally. So that is really what we're thinking about in terms of this calculus. And and honestly, like we put our own money where our mouth is. Like Nicole and I, in 2022, we have spent, and I haven't actually added everything up, but it is at least $25,000 in our own coaching and mentoring and learning and courses and all of this education. And that's just programs that we've done. That's not also spending marketing dollars at Public Sanity specifically to help and see what we can glean from that information to help our coaching clients. Yeah, that's $25,000 at least that we have invested in our own growth. And objectively, is that expensive? Yes, that's a brand new car. Or at least it used to be. I don't know what a brand new car costs anymore, right? But $25,000 is more than any car that I've ever owned. But man, what is the return on investment for that? If we get one really good idea that impacts the way that we run pelvic sanity, if we get one good idea that helps us bring in more patients per month, it becomes a no-brainer. So is it expensive? Yes. But is the return on investment there also? Yes. And so that's the way that I think that we can really think about that, whether or not we're actually business owners. I think it's really a valuable lens to be thinking about that through. And this is the way, honestly, that we should be thinking. If you guys are considering going to Pelvicon, like that's exactly the same calculus that we're making. Is it expensive to go to an in-person event these days? Absolutely. You got to get plane ticket or you got to drive or you got to carpool, however, whatever you got to do to get there. You got to take time off work. You've time gotta... off work, your hotel rooms, right? Even if you're splitting with somebody, it's, it's not nothing. And then the cost of the ticket and all of that. 
But what is the potential return on investment? When you hear people coming back from that and saying, I felt so inspired, I felt so empowered. This is a magical event. We had people start businesses out of Pelvicon, right? We had people make connections for people moving jobs and getting promotions. Like those are the stories coming out of Pelvicon, right? So it's not necessarily that just the ticket is X amount of dollars. It's that what was that connection worth to you? What's getting a chance to meet some of the speakers worth to you? What is meeting somebody that knows somebody who knows somebody else that could potentially give you a job or a promotion? Like this is what it's about, you guys. Yeah, 16 different talks. What if one of those talks really resonates with you and gives you a different idea or a different way to approach your career or gives you, as Jay Martin said in, in Pelvicon 22, more swag where you just feel more competent in your day-to-day conversations when you can walk into a physician's office and be like, yeah, I'm a badass practitioner. Send your people to me. All of that is where we really talk about like, what is the return on investment? If this can be an inflection point in your career. And we were just reading back through, or at least I was, I was kind of organizing the testimonials and all the different things. Right. And frankly, I mean, I'm a huge softie. You would think that I'm the one with the pregnancy hormones. Like I'm in the office, like crying, (laughs) <laughs> you guys, he really is. It's, oh my gosh. It's, it's actually really bad. He like wells up all the time. I'm getting a little bit emotional little, about this. And I'm right? like, oh my People gosh. Like, oh, this was magical. This <laughs> changed my career. This was, Right? Which is, like, I think it's awesome too, but I don't start crying over it. Right. Because, well, I mean, you might be a machine. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how you don't start crying over it. Okay. Just read, uh, you know, all of those things. But like, that's the calculus that we're making is, is what is the return on investment? And how do we think of our careers as a business owner? I love this kind of analogy. Uh, This is the Donald Miller, another person we pay a lot of money to, to learn from, (laughs) frankly. But another thing that he says is think of yourself as the CEO of your own business, right? Even if you're working for somebody else, right? If your name is Jane Smith, like you are the CEO of Jane Smith. How do you invest in that company of Jane Smith? What's the con ed that you want to take? What are the experiences you want to have? What's the stuff that you want to learn? How do you want to go about asking for a raise, becoming more valuable, creating this value in you and your brand? Yeah. But you know what? We actually, when we interviewed Dr. Amber Brown for Pelvicon, she was talking a lot about that. Like, you're the CEO of you. And she goes so far as to even say that you need to appoint your personal board of directors on that. So again, that mindset of like, you're the CEO of your own life, like is, is a big deal. And when you start to do that and look through, look at expenses as not as expensive, but what's the return on investment, then you can start to blend your own personal life ethos essentially with some of the business mindset things that can help you along the way. Right. So I think that's the question ultimately to be asking yourself. This is a business owner's lens, but you don't have to be a business owner to put it on. But where you're asking yourself, is this an expense or is this an investment? Is this an expense or is this investment? Is this buying a latte that's going to be gone in three minutes? I'm not a coffee drinker, guys. So I know. Isn't this so terrible? Can you guys believe it? Actually, Right into <laughs> right into us and give Jesse some shit for not drinking coffee. Like I literally don't know how I married him. Guys, coffee it tastes like the heart of like a bitter witch. <laughs> right, it is so bitter and angry. Why? And then you have to put so much sugar 
and cream in it. You no, put all you of the shit not. into no, your coffee no, to no, make it no, taste no. palatable. This is terrible. This is bad advice. Don't, Every, everybody no. has all of this. Like, oh, we get a flat white, which is two thirds milk and one third coffee. Why does that it's, exist? That's because not coffee even what a flat white is. A flat white is. But by the way, can we just stop talking about coffee? It's starting to make me angry. Guys, okay. <laughs> this uh, it probably does because you're so full of bitterness from all of your damn coffee. <laughs> Hot chocolate. This is Way such a sidebar. It okay. is very much a sidebar, but right. This is where we're asking ourselves, though, to get back to what we're talking about. Is it an expense or is it an investment? And I can promise you from people who do this, we put our money where our mouth is when it comes to this. Investing in yourself is going to always be the single biggest investment. Don't invest in Bitcoin. Don't invest in whatever <laughs> the stock du jour is. Like Invest in yourself and your career and your own happiness. I can promise like we have that's that's something that we've almost never compromised on. And and I feel the weirdness about that sometimes like we actually just had something. There was like a challenge that was done by an author that I really like. And it happened to be going around Pelvicon. It was totally free and it was five days and it was like 10 hours of content. It was great stuff. And I totally missed it. And you had to watch it by a certain date. And it was like, man, cool. Well, if you missed it, you can pay $97 to get the whole recording. And I was like, oh, man, I feel like an idiot. Why do I have to pay $97? If I had just watched this when it come out, I could, but I'm not going to pay $97. Then I caught myself and I was like, you know what? If I get one cool idea about this that I can take back to the rising group and teach on, if I get one idea on this that I can implement at our business, if I can train our employees about something, if it even just makes a difference in me and my confidence in the way that I'm thinking about something, $97 is a steal of a deal. Yeah, ma'am. Like that's, that's not even right. And so we even find ourselves still caught up in that idea. But man, the, the more we can change that lens from is it an investment, I honestly feel like we are all going to be happier and better educated and just honestly better, more confident people. And so it's obviously something I'm really passionate about. We teach about it in the mentorship group. But man, think about that. What is the return on investment? And I really think if we can do that, we're going to be a lot more content and confident as human beings. Totally. Cool. All right, guys. Well, if this resonates, if this makes you think, I would love to hear what that comes back with you. If you want to give me shit for not liking coffee, I'll take it. That's fine. All you addicts out there, I know. All right. Yeah, be careful with us. I know. (laughs) Don't (laughs) want to mess with the addicts. But danger. But guys, I really appreciate it. I love this topic. I think this is such an important lens for us to have and to be able to diversify the way that we think about money and expenses and investments. So as always, if you have thoughts, let us know. We'd love to hear about that. We'd always want to hear this and keep this conversation going. And let's continue to rise.